Welcome to season two of the Made Up Savannah podcast, a storytelling platform for the greatest city in the world. I'm your host, Dee Daniels. Made Up Savannah is brought to you by Corcoran Austin Hill Realty, a progressive, inclusive, multi-generational company serving greater Savannah since 1978. This season, we're proud to welcome our partner, Daniel Reed Hospitality, with iconic, restored landmark locations in historic downtown Savannah, Georgia. The richness of Savannah's restaurant and cocktail scene is a constant conversation among locals and visitors. Daniel Reed is home to some of the most visited and popular concepts in the Hostess City. The Public Kitchen and Bar, Artillery, Franklin's, Local 1110, Perch, Soho South, and magnificent catering and events. Home to the best chefs in the South, award-winning team members from creative to operations, with food and drinks that not only complement every emotion, but also make you fall in love with the moment. Daniel-Reed.com So satisfy your curiosity, fill up your tank, and write home about it. The Public Kitchen and Bar, Artillery, Franklin's, Local 1110, Perch, Soho South. This is Daniel Reed Hospitality. When you stop in, make sure you mention the Made of Savannah podcast. And we are bringing a very, very chilly conversation to the summertime here on the Made of Savannah podcast. I'm very excited to welcome to this episode, the voice of the Savannah Ghost Pirates, Cristiano Simonetta. Thank you so much for being here. This is, uh, we, we are so excited about Ghost Pirates around here. So this is very exciting to have you on the show. Yeah, Dee, thanks for having me. I've heard a lot about the show. Um, I'm just excited to be here and talk whatever you guys want to talk about, whether it's ghost pirates or these mini little waters you guys have me set up with. We have tiny waters, and I'm glad that, that you have two, because yes. really it's just one one or two swallows and you're done. So yeah, I drink like six bottles of water per game, like per <laughs> three hours when I'm calling a hockey game. So it's always nice to, to be prepared here with a couple. Oh, I'm sure you do. I don't doubt that one bit. Um, and we, we sort of like to, you know, have just a vibe in savannah of shots in general so as i feel like it kind of works out yeah um so i gotta ask you first out of the gate i mean inaugural season uh is in the books for savannah ghost pirates and wow what a season you guys if i'm remembering the the numbers correctly sold out 33 of the 36 games yeah. home games mm-hmm. an echl record too in our first season unbelievable it's, it's definitely unprecedented and uh the fans here in Savannah have just been unbelievable. And I know that's, you know, a cop out. I know it's a cliche, but really when you step in and market arena, it's like nothing that I've experienced, especially at the ECHL level. And because we travel around to all the rinks on the road uh, for 36 road games, and there's not one building that compares uh, to this one here in Savannah. Oh, it's amazing. I was at the very first game. Oh, that's awesome. Um, and it was just, the whole place was electric green. I mean, and black, but it was just unbelievable. Yeah, we were so nervous in a way because we had such a great beginning of the season. We won our first four games. We had a 4-1 and one record, but we started off on the road. So when you come to end market and like you said, the green, it's just so infectious throughout the entire building. And nobody scored in the first period. So it's like, okay, let's not be too nervous. <laughs> right. And then eventually uh, Spencer Noss, one of our alternate captains, scored that first goal in end market arena history in that place just blew up. Yeah, it really did. I mean, it was just on fire. And and I I, I mean, the ripple from that, like it's to see everyone in Savannah with like 
Savannah Ghost Pirates decals and jerseys and t-shirts like immediately was just pretty wild. Yeah, like everybody in this city, it seems you say, hey, I'm with the Ghost Pirates or, or they see a hat or they see any memorabilia and they're like, oh, you're with the Ghost Pirates hockey team. That sort of impact right away is not something you find, not just in our league, like any minor like or major like professional sports teams around any city. So Savannah to not have a professional hockey team now to get one and the fans have just rallied around it so much. I can't even imagine what year two is going to look like. Oh, me too. And I know people are so excited and there's a lot going on that we want to chat about with the Ghost Pirates. Um, of course, I got to mention Corcoran Austin Hill Realty. Uh, who brings all of the Made of Savannah episodes to the Savannah community, exclusive real estate sponsor of the Ghost Pirates and the End Market Arena. So we're so proud that uh, Cork and Austin Hill Realty name gets on the big screen and, and you know gets to be a part of all the games. That's a lot of fun. You guys have a ton of sponsors and, and really like the community business-wise and like just just in general have really stepped up to say not only do we want to come to the games and be entertained but we want to be a part of what you guys are doing too 100 percent, especially for a lot of us in the organization and on the roster and on the hockey side like we're not from here right like, so this community has adopted us so the least we can do is you know pay them back with hey like we'd love to be at any event we can possibly be at we'd love to showcase local businesses local sponsors because without you guys as a whole we don't exist. Like I don't come here for this job and we don't get to build something really, really special in this city for decades to come. And that's, you know, again, cannot be said or done without the great people of Savannah. No doubt. And I've just, I've been loving it to see how many people have just been like, so about it. I, I know that, um, speaking of not being from here, uh, and coming here for a job, I know that, that you came from Illinois, right? Yeah. So that's where I'm from originally, but the last team I was working for was in Nebraska. So another kind of non-conventional hockey market. I was there for three years at the junior level. So like the best 18 to 20 year olds in the uh, continent play in the league that uh, I was at. But, you know, these are professionals from 20 to, you know, we had a 37-year-old on the, the team this year. So it's a little bit of a, a, a work in progress to see, like, how we build this team. And you saw it in that first season. But I just didn't think, you know, i ever be in Georgia calling hockey games. Right. And yet here I am with the crowd and the city that we have. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. And, and like, what did you think of like the area when you moved here? I mean, it's, it's, it grabs you. It charms you pretty quickly. It does. You look around and it's like, I've never seen trees like this right? before. Like now, <laughs> I mean, again, I'm from the city. Like I used to tall buildings and yeah, the suburbs have, you know, that little glitz and glamor. But when you come here, it's like something out of a movie, which I bet everybody talks Everybody's about when they first that, yeah. move here. And uh, it's just been a dream come true to be in a, a city like this and again there's a reason why people want to be here and why they want to support you know the businesses and the sports teams have you had a chance to explore now that you're in the off season yeah definitely um especially when we get the occasional days off our guys you know we go on to river street you know and you know have some great times the nightlife and everything i'm a big golfer too and there's a bunch of courses around here that uh you know we love playing it's just it's like a dream, yeah. honestly. Like yeah. you look around sometimes and you're like, yeah, I'm not in Kansas anymore for sure when you're in Right. Yeah. And I, I know you guys are, are always like, and especially as you're growing and you're getting into the second year, like recruiting people. And, and I, I was reading this fantastic article. I think it was um, Savannah now. And they were talking about 
So as somebody on the team had had made uh, kind of made a statement about the whole recruiting effort and how like the current players that you have are actually the best recruiters that you'll have because they're they're in it like they're in it and they're they really want to be a part of it and they want it to grow. And I think the last thing he said was, plus, it's Savannah. It has all the extracurricular activities that guys in their 20s really want to enjoy. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, that's that's why we put them 20 minutes away from downtown where they live. You know, they're out in Pooler uh, this past season because if they were, you know, living walking distance from River Street, I don't know if we'd even have a hockey team Probably on the not, ice. So, no. uh, <laughs> it's definitely you try and get that Savannah hangover when you play the other right. teams and they come in and they're here for three days, yes. get them a little comfortable, get them going to electric moon or wherever. Right. And, uh, you know, maybe we could take advantage of them, but yeah, no, everybody has just, uh, loved this city so much. And it's such an easy recruiting tool. Cause like, Hey, here are the apartments you're staying at. It's right on a golf course. Here's, you know, river street, downtown, all these bars, all these restaurants. It's a great place to raise a family too. Yeah. So guys with families, they love it here as well. It's not just the 20 year olds. Yeah, like that. that's true. That's very true. And, you know, I, I know a lot of the guys that are are playing are coming from other areas. And I know that they're all like just as taken by the city, you know, as, as you are. I mean, most of us were. So, you know, at some point you're like, OK, I could hang out here for a while. Yeah, especially guys that are from different countries. Like you know, we have guys from Canada. We have guys from Finland, uh, you know, some Russian uh, ties as well to some players. And that's where you really start to see the cool dynamic of what Savannah really offers when you have guys from you know conventionally nicer places in terms of just like the name value mm -hmm. of a place and they come to savannah georgia to play hockey and it's like okay there's no other city they'd rather play in this league than savannah and right. that's the type of blueprint and the statement that we've kind of implemented through our first year let's talk a little bit about what's going on for year two um i know gosh you guys have just like had some huge things happening even in the last couple of months mm -hmm. Um, new training facility out at Port Wentworth. Uh, that's going to be massive. Yeah. And D that's something again, where you separate yourself from other teams in our league when you're able to have, you know, a state of the art facility, multiple sheets, not only for the hockey side, like I can talk to you, you know, until I'm blue in the face about how good that will be from a hockey perspective, but the community aspect of the youth programs, the senior and adult leagues, like this will not only revitalize hockey in the city because there's already, um, you know, a community that's been um, destined to perform and continue in this city. But what it's going to look like five years, 10 years, you're going to have, you know, maybe future ghost pirates first taking their steps onto the ice in Port Wentworth. And I think that's the coolest thing that we can build you know, our own homegrown Ghost Pirates team. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, the mayor was out there, mm -hmm. you know, giving it the green light and all the things. And I, I love that. Like, I mean, it's not just like, hey, this is happening. People are stoked about it. hundred percent. And and getting into like the all-star game, which I can get into a little later, like big events are coming to this city, mm -hmm. not just because of us, but just because of the way people respond to things here. It's not just like a, a one day fad or, you know, a one year thing. Like year two, we already have 90 plus percent of our season ticket holders from last season already renewed, ready to go for year two. So there's that commitment, that loyalty that we're not just going to, you know, shy away from. We want to embrace everybody that comes through our doors, whether it's You've never seen a hockey game before, right? Or you're a diehard fan, right? Right, and it really, you're. It's absolutely right because, like, I'm not a huge hockey person, but man, when I went to that first game, <laughs> I was like, okay, I get it, I get what we're doing here. Um, so yeah, and then I feel like you know, being at End Market, I mean, what an amazing facility, and you know, I know as far as like size goes, 
it's not maybe like as big mm-hmm. as what some other teams have in mm-hmm. other markets, but I mean, we fill it out and, and in market is, is just blowing up itself. Like with all these concerts and just so many great things going on. Yeah. hundred percent. When you go there for a hockey game D it's like the fans are like on top of you mm-hmm. because it's only, you know, 6,876 um, for a sellout. And when you're down there on the ice and I've talked to our players about this all the time, it's just like, it's like a Coliseum type. You look around, you look up and, and everybody's staring directly down at you. And that's also intimidating for the other team right. to come in and be like, okay, this is a first year team, but here's the response that this city has given. Like there's no comparison. We go, like I said, all around the league, all these different spots. Again, there are places we didn't go yet but we've been, uh, you know, on the road in buildings that have been around for 30 years, 50 years, 10 years. But end market just, you know, blows them out of the water. I'm not just saying that through ghost pirates right. through the glasses. That's just the reality. Of yeah. That. I didn't even think about it being intimidating for the other teams. Mm-hmm. Like, and like, I mean, I'm sure they walk in and they're like, is this like a MTV unplugged concert? Like, <laughs> what are we doing? Here? And it's fun for them, too, because they see it and they're like, well, my contract's up at the end of the year. Mm, right. And, and this is really cool. And, and I maybe I've gone downtown and seen what the city really has to offer away from hockey. And you'll see players on our roster this season that, played against the Ghost Pirates in year one and were really enamored by that. Right. No doubt about mm-hmm. it. I, I got to talk a little bit about something that I know the kids are super excited mm-hmm. about, and that's Davey. <laughs> yes. Um, I did see a little snippet um, not that long ago of, of Davey. He was a little sad when, when the ice went mm-hmm. away. Um, so, I mean, how's he doing? What's going on with him these days? He's doing okay. okay. Uh, we were just at a Crosswinds Golf Club this morning for a golf outing, and he was there, you know, maybe, you know, refining some other parts to his game, okay. not on the ice, but on the golf course. Okay. But yeah, he has just been the symbol of our team. We shot a, a regular season schedule release video that came out last week. So we took Davey around town, all these different places, and we were getting mobbed. It was right. like the Beatles were in town. <laughs> it's the most ridiculous, and I love it to death, just the reception that fans give Davey but it's like hey we're trying to shoot a video here but he's like a, a su- he's a movie star he's got he's, he's got a fans. superstar yeah. he's got fans and uh yeah you couldn't have asked for a better reception but again D it's what I talked about this entire time is if you build it they will come right? when it comes to Savannah that's so true so very true now I know like all right let's talk about I mean because it's so exciting that I don't know if people paid attention mm-hmm. to like actually the numbers of uh what happened in, in season one mm-hmm. and and what's going to happen as we you know get to the next season but you guys had some injuries. There were, there were a lot of things that happened. Like give us a little overview of like what happened in in season one and what's going to happen next. Yeah, for sure. And there's no guarantee of what will happen in season two, but I'm sure we'll be a little healthier in season two. Uh, We were plagued by injuries in December and January, and that's the nature of this league. You know, we're the ECHL. We feed into the American hockey league, which is the Henderson silver Knights. They feed into the national hockey league with the Vegas golden Knights who are now in the Stanley Cup final for the second time in franchise history, which is just an awesome accomplishment. But when they get injured, they bring up from Henderson. Henderson brings up from us. Henderson gets injured. They're also bringing up from us. So we're kind of at the bottom of the food chain. And when that happens, it's a good thing for our players because it's about development and you want them to keep going up and rising the ranks. But at the same time, you lose some pretty good talent. So we went through a pretty rough stretch in December and January. And in this league, in this division that we're in, it was just too much to overcome. And I think for next year, we're going to build our roster with guys that, you know, are maybe a little older, a little more seasoned, maybe, um, you know, 
have been around in this league where they're going to find success. And even if they do get called up, we'll have that depth and, and that security blanket to, you know, make sure we, you know, stay the course and, and not drop as far as we did. Right. Now you said um, a little bit older maybe, and that perked up a lot of ears, I'm sure. Cause everybody's like, wait, this, can I get in there? Is that good? <laughs> like what, what's the, what is the age range? Like, I mean, you said you had a 37 year old. Yeah. We had a guy who was coaching four years ago, mm. um, but because we were so injured and then the hockey world is so small, you know, the connections were there and his name's Nick Tuzzolino. We brought him on and he provided some stability and then he went behind our bench coaching our guy. So he went from a player to a coach in about a three month span. That's just how the ECHL is. So it, it doesn't matter if you haven't played in, in 10 years, if you can do the job and if you're good enough, Try out, get you a contract, and we'll see how it goes. But, yeah, we had a 20-year-old who was our leading scorer, Pat Gay, who was a Vegas Golden Knights uh, draft pick uh, from last summer. And then you had all the way up to Tuz, who was 37. It makes me feel, you know, young when, you know, Tuz, because I'm a 96-born, uh, and he was, you know, drafted in 2003. In right, the NHL, so. right, right. I, I mean, it's exciting. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like it's it's it also lends to – we don't have a, a cookie cutter situation mm-hmm. here either, which is really cool. And I think that that says a lot. And I think a lot of people are very attracted to that as fans as to be like, yeah, he's not too old to play. Like he can still do it. Yeah. And it also provides us so much perspective on what these guys go through on a, on a day-to-day basis or what their story has been their entire life. Cause everybody's trying to get to the NHL. Some guys got to the NHL and now they're coming back to the ECHL, but it's just about playing the children's game as long as we possibly can and keeping that dream alive. And I think that's my favorite part about getting to know these guys day in and day out, how they prepare their professionals. So it's not like they can take days off. And um, again, whether it's a guy like Patty, who's 20, was one of the most professional guys on our team. Like he is going to be an NHL player in a couple of years. And um, it's just really cool to watch these guys go through their routine. It inspires you to be like, okay, well, I'm not you know, I'm calling the game. Sure, I can have a bad day, but I'm not blocking a 95 mile an hour shot right. you know, without padding on. Right. So it can't be that bad. Right. No doubt. Uh, I, I feel like, you know, one of the other things about in market, too, is like I was just thinking about when you're talking about, you know, these guys and what they mm-hmm. go through and their routine and all of that. Well, you get to see all of that stuff up close. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, when they when they smack, you get to really like see it all like really up close. Yeah. And it doesn't stop when the whistle blows. Right. Like sometimes they're pushed and shoving mm-hmm. for two to three minutes. And, and we're trying to be a lot more physical than we were in year one. But we had some pretty good fights. And I know that'll, you know, perk the ears up of a casual hockey fan or just a casual sports fan in general. The yeah. fact that hockey is very unique and where, yeah, guys take off their gloves. It's very mm-hmm. organized and. You know, if they need to settle a score, they'll just punch each other for a good I mean, five minutes. It happens. And then, you know, somebody probably walks away feeling a little shame and somebody walks away feeling a little stronger. And Yeah. And then you go to the, the box of shame, the penalty box, sit for five minutes and then come right out. If you want to do it again. Sure. Why it, not? it happens. And, and it's a lot of fun on the other end for us. Uh, a lot of times. Now, how did you get into play by play and doing this? I mean, it's very exciting. I did a little play by play with basketball and very cool. um, years and years ago. It's fun to do it's full of adrenaline i'm sure you're probably standing the whole time during a game yeah i'm not one of those guys that is like a purist whether i have to sit or stand but i think in overtime you kind of want to stand and see everything mm-hmm. kind of develop but uh going back to your question i've wanted to do this ever since i was three wow so my parents said that you know i, I probably just wanted a lot of attention because i'm the youngest <laughs> of three boys so i'd take you know a microphone or, or just go up to the tv while my parents were watching it or whatever and just talk and babble but um, yeah, I just wanted to do this. There's nothing else I've wanted to do. Hockey play. I play, I can do any other sport. I love baseball. I love football, I love basketball, but hockey, there's just, 
really nothing like it. And I think it's the most difficult sport to call. So if I'm able to do that, then I think, uh, you know, I can handle a slower sport like a baseball or, That's true. or football. Yeah, no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. So some other questions that we had for you that were, you know, all about your your job and how mm-hmm. you do it. How mm-hmm. do you keep up with all the plays? It's very difficult. There's a lot going on. How do you keep, keep up with the plays? Do you know what's going on you know, know where the puck is. How do you keep up with the names? Like so many, like it's so much you got to keep up with. Yeah. It's just a lot of studying and practice. I'm, you know, I've been doing this a long time. I've been professionally doing it since I was 18. So eight years. And, uh, you know, it's just four hours probably like before a game memorizing, not only our team, but like the other team. Right. And something that I stress with younger broadcasters is learn about the other team because there are fans of the other team listening to your broadcast and they don't just want to hear about the ghost pirates even again i want the ghost pirates to win 100 to nothing every single game goes 72 and 0 right but if you're not talking about the other team when they're doing well and maybe some points of here's what's to come and here's how they play it just provides a more educational broadcast and i think that's more beneficial to the entire audience rather than just sticking to a biased ghost pirates game like again i love when we win but when we you know allow a goal or something like that you have to tip your cap to the opposition so just studying everybody and i talk to these guys every day i'm at the rink every single day so learning about their stories knowing what information to bleed out throughout a broadcast it's just repetition repetition to really refine your craft there do you have a favorite story from one of the players that uh you've gotten to know and sort of see see what they're doing absolutely um isaiah seville who's actually currently with the vegas golden knights he's probably not going to play but he's uh, about the third string goaltender but you never know injuries could happen Mm -hmm. but uh so he started with us um and this is his uh first full professional year so he's 22 years old so he's one of our younger players he grew up in anchorage alaska which is not a conventional hockey market by any means, but they used to have an IHL team called the Alaska Aces. So IHL is a professional league. Nick Tuzzolino was playing on that team when Isaiah was a kid. Oh, wow. So Isaiah was watching him play, had a trading card, everything. And when Tuz got signed by us, Isaiah called his dad and said, why does Nick Tuzzolino's name ring a bell? And he's like, oh yeah, he was one of your favorite players when you were growing up. Oh, wow. So like the fact that those guys are reconnected in that way and, and their uh, peers at that point, that was a really cool story from That's our season. That's awesome. It's small world. Yeah, it right? Is. Yeah, and you never know. You put it out there. It might it might actually happen. Yeah, 37's not too old. Like no. if anybody's listening and thinking, yeah, I can try out, maybe. You, you really never know. It's pretty cool. Right. So how how do how do people try out? How how does that go? Oh when, gosh, when you gotta talk happen? to our, our GM Rick Bennett, our head coach Rick Bennett. Um yeah, so you gotta we'll, know a guy around here. You gotta know yeah. a guy. Um, <laughs> but uh training camp starts uh probably around September, October, and and our coaching staff and our uh, you know scouting staff kind of make some calls and say, Hey, like we need you. Um, to try out and even if it's someone else taking a chance on you and saying hey like we trust this guy he'll give you a good effort but yeah i don't know if there's an open form just yet but Mm -hmm. hey nothing hurts if you see rick walking down the street in savannah hey i can play you never know you never uh, know what happens yeah absolutely so what are we looking forward to game wise when can we all see a game here sure well what's really cool about this upcoming season d is we start at home so like i said we were on the road for the first five games last season october 20th we play the Norfolk Admirals um, at home and Market Arena game number one. It's going to be really, really cool. And tickets are already, you know, super, super limited for that. And then we have the ECHL All-Star Classic um, in January. So the All-Star game, the Fan Fest. I can't really tell you too much about 
Um, specifics of that weekend, what it's going to look like, those are still being finalized. But to have the all-star game, a nationally televised game from Savannah for the whole hockey world to see, that's going to be just awesome in January. Yeah, and and everyone's already looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I know it, uh, the schedule just dropped not that long ago, mm-hmm. and people were sharing it all over, just like, oh, it's out, you know. So people are already excited. I, it would not surprise me if you had a sellout season. Yeah, we're looking forward to October 20th already. I think that's the coolest part about this community and our staff and our organization. It's like, yes, it's the off season. Yes, we're taking a, a little break from going a million miles an hour, but like, all right, I'm ready. Like I'm ready to watch the Ghost Pirates again. I'm ready to see the fans pile into End Market Arena and hopefully get to the playoffs and have a good run at it. Yeah, no doubt. Well, Christiana, we're excited. It's going to be a, another great season, I'm mm-hmm. sure of it. And I, I know fans can't wait for it. Um, and everybody's going to be excited to hear you yelling and screaming <laughs> from the box. So that's going to be a lot of fun, too. So thanks for stopping by and talking to us. Of course, D, anytime. Anytime you guys need any, you know, let's get a player on next time. Yeah. Maybe they can talk you through some really fun war stories that you Absolutely. Know, I never too, so. Now I know a guy. So. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> thanks so much for having me. Thank on. you. When you're searching for dedicated, experienced real estate agents, homes for sale, or homes for rent, Check us out at Corcoran Austin Hill Realty, 251 Bull Street in Savannah, and CorcoranAHR.com. That's CorcoranAHR.com. Thanks for listening to Made of Savannah. The welcome mat is always out.